Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Friday on the Ben Jarofsky Show, we're going to the vault. Hold on. I got the vault over here. Pull this thing here. A new segment. <laughs> the Ben Jarofsky Column Chronicles. Yeah. Oh, my God. Get the lion out of there. Who let the lion out? Friday on the Ben Jarofsky Show, the Ben Jarofsky Column Chronicles, where we go back years <laughs> through the archive of Chicago Reader. Check out Ben Jarofsky articles from years ago. Very fun. So that's coming up this Friday on the Ben Jarofsky Show. But this Ben Jarofsky Show for Wednesday, July 20th, is brought to you by SEIU Healthcare, Illinois, Indiana, the Chicago Federation of Labor, the Chicago Teachers Union, and Chicago Reader. ChicagoReader.com for all things there is to know the city of Chicago. Where to go, what to do, what to eat, what to drink. Sometimes what kind of pot to smoke, sometimes where to go fishing. Come here! Yeah! And so much more, including columns from our very own Ben Jarofsky. Chicago Reader, ChicagoReader.com. And if you want to help out this program, you can. ChicagoReader.com forward slash Jarofsky. J-O-R-A. V is in victory. S-K-Y. It is Wednesday, July 20th. And this is the Ben Jarofsky Show. on the program i just sent him the google meet <laughs> sounded kind of dirty <laughs> legendary chicago journalist monroe uh, anderson <laughs> and now your host chicago reader <laughs> columnist ben jarofsky Hello, everybody. Ben Jarofsky here we're calling this nascar in chicago wednesday and here's why this NASCAR is coming to Chicago. That's why. How do I know? I read all about it in my Chicago Sun Times. We'll get into that a little bit, showing all you viewers out there. Oh, wait, there are no viewers. Uh, scratch that, D. Uh, the Chicago Sun Times. And I also read the Tribune's account of it. Okay? <laughs> keeping, in t- keeping in line with my existence as a baby boomer who is literally holding up the newspapers of Chicago. You're welcome. You think the newspapers in Chicago would like send me an acknowledgement or something, Hundy? All right, so much a uh, preposterous. There's so much that's preposterous about this story. I just have to uh, lay it out. And uh, let me begin by saying I am not from Chicago. Uh, I moved here. I mean, I was already well into my 20s when I moved here. Uh, so I had a whole existence outside of Chicago. And so my entire life here in the city of Chicago, 
uh, as a resident of Chicago, as a parent uh, whose children went to the Chicago public schools, as a taxpayer in Chicago, as a voter in Chicago, and as a chronicler of the things you do here in Chicago. Uh, all these years, it's been a struggle for me to try to understand Chicagoans. And I admit, I just have a fundamental in- inability to understand you, Chicago. I do not get you. I've been here for over 40 years, and I still don't get you. And I'm envious of people who have been here far fewer years, and they seem to understand you. And it's like, oh, Ben, how come you can't understand a Chicagoan? Because they make no sense. You guys, Chicago, don't take this the wrong way. You are some of the strangest, oddest, most inconsistent people I have ever met in my life. And let me just break out a point here. For the last three weeks, we've been dutifully covering all the events of the Chicago City Council as they struggle with the grappling problems that face our city. Problems like one, Mark Wallace was on the show two weeks ago talking about it. Should we keep at six miles per hour the threshold that it takes to get a ticket going through a red light camera zone? Or should we raise it to 10? And Mayor Lori Lightfoot and her allies and the city council said, no, must keep it at six because it discourages people from speeding and it saves lives. And there was another debate in the Chicago City Council, a roaring debate. We must outlaw drag racing in the city of Chicago. It's so horrific. It's so filled with scary, dangerous people who show up and threaten ordinary civilians in the loop. Must outlaw. It's dangerous, too. People can get killed. Very dangerous. Once again, Lori Lightfoot leading the charge, talking about the fatalities, the accidents, the car wrecks, and dutiful Chicagoans throughout the city are saying, she's right, our mayor is right. Well, I live in the north side of Chicago, she's right. I listen to WPZ in the Tribune. I read the Tribune. She's right. And now all of a sudden, today, (laughs) I wake up bright and early at roughly 10.30 a.m. You're welcome, Chicago. I get up early to cover the stories of the day. And what do I see? Mayor Lori Lightfoot in the loop with Bubba Wallace and a NAS- bunch of NASCAR cars going, hooray, Chicago, be happy. We're going to shut down. <laughs> We're going to shut down chunks of the loop uh, on the 4th of July weekend in 2023 to have a two-day NASCAR race where they'll be driving up to speeds over 100 miles an hour. It'll be great for tourism, Lori Lightfoot says. And then they say it's going to encourage a whole new generation of Chicagoans to love NASCAR and to love driving in NASCAR. And maybe there'll be a nine-year-old somewhere in the stands watching, like the kids' parents can afford whatever exorbitant ticket it's going to be. God, they think you're dumb, Chicago. There's going to be a nine-year-old who go, one day that could be me. I got news for you, Chicago. There's tons of nine-year-olds dreaming that. And guess what? They show up and they do drag race in the loop and get arrested by cops and get outraged aldermen to say, this is an outrage. I am outraged. I am an alderman. And Mayor Lori Lightfoot, we must keep that speed limit six miles an hour or there will be fatalities in the streets. Guy's supposed to forget all about that. So the part I don't understand about Chicago is whether the residents of Chicago are so dumb. So dumb. As dumb as the mayor and the city council thinks they are. 
that they could be preaching to them for all these weeks and months about the evils of driving fast and then turn around on a dime and go, oh, my God, thank you, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, for bringing fast driving to the streets of Chicago. And by the way, while you're doing that, taking away my lakefront for, I don't know, the 4th of July weekend. <laughs> and Lord knows how much it's going to cost us. Right? Oh, I didn't think about that, did you, Chicago? Oh, I'm a Chicagoan. <laughs> they think you're stupid, Chicago. And I always say this. People always criticize me. They say, Ben, you're shaming voters. You're just so disrespectful to Chicago voters, and you really should have a different attitude. And I'm like, I'm shaming voters? <laughs> what about the mayor you elected? Again, one more time. One month, two months, three months, talking about the evils of speeding in Chicago. And then all of a sudden, hey, we're bringing NASCAR. And she thinks, you know what she thinks, Chicago? You're like, oh, boy, this sounds like fun. I'm a Chicagoan. I'm not that bright. Anyway, sorry, Chicago. I'm sorry if I insulted you. I apologize. I apologize to Monroe Anders who's sitting by listening to me because he's kind of – Actually, when moments like this, this is when Monroe will say, oh, Ben, I'm not from Chicago. I'm from Gary. So, you know, uh, don't blame me for the stupid things we do. Monroe, there's so much Trump to talk about, but I got to bring you on in this. This is one of the dumbest ideas I've ever seen uh, coming out of the city of Chicago, which is a staggering, staggering thing to say, considering there was the Olympics, which I'll hold off on that discourse. Do you share my disbelief? that the city would think this was a good idea? Or do you think I am being unfair to Mayor Lori Lightfoot and all her allies? Go. Okay, when did you, what, what year did you move here to Chicago? 1981. Okay, this is your problem. <laughs> you didn't get here before the numbers racket was illegal. And then they instituted lottery. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't understand the psychology. See? It's not the voters are stupid or the mayor. It's, you're not that smart. You can't figure it out. <laughs> Numbers bad, lottery good. Yeah. It's always that, Monroe. It is a tangent within a tangent. The numbers, as I understand it, and I, yes, it's true. I wasn't here for them. But from what I've read and talked yeah. to people was to a great degree, black people were making money off of that. Okay. Yes. So yeah. what they did, they go, here's what we'll do. We'll put black people out of work, even though it's like illegal work, but we're going to put them out of work. Well, and make money because they decided, you know, there, there was a time when marijuana was. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> so, so. Oh. If, if black black blacks and Mexicans are doing it, it's not legal. Once white middle class white people are doing it, it's perfectly okay. Yeah, yeah and that's no, Chicago. Yeah, that's Chicago. Oh, we yeah. are legal. We put. They go. Hey, good news. We've legalized reefer. All these black guys lost. I don't know. Source of money, you know. And, and they were they supposed. To, don't forget, they were supposed to be in the front of the line. Right. The the license. Funny how that did. So, all right. Okay, and now it's becoming a set-aside affirmative action program. Yeah. What a joke. The whole, the when whole they thing. were pioneering the whole thing and headed down to 
except for the shooting of killing each other. But other than that part, they had it down to a science. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm not quite sure how much of the shooting and the killing uh, comes from the sale of marijuana. That's a topic for another time. Uh, but uh, I, I, Monroe, I, I just find this uh, just, how do I put this? Just uh, like, I find it insulting to Chicagoans that the mayor and her top allies would think that Chicagoans would just forget and maybe what she's just assuming is that Chicagoans haven't been like Mark Wallace came on this show. He a, a very passionate analysis of red light cameras, the impact it has on people in the city of Chicago, the debate that's going, how Mayor Lightfoot's trying to stifle the debate, you know? And so here we are doing our best to educate the public Monroe and Mayor Lori Lightfoot's attitude is probably, well, nobody's paying attention to what we do anyway, but they will be all excited about NASCAR coming to show. Okay. Okay. Ben, you watch TV, right? Yeah. So you've seen these commercials where they're doing all kind of crazy stuff and they're saying, do not try this at home. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the same here. Uh, if you're a professional driver, then you can go 150 miles an hour through the streets of Chicago. But if you're just some amateur, then you better obey the, 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 the traffic laws. And in fact, you better not be going more than six miles above the speed limit or you'll get a ticket. Yeah, you'll get a ticket. By the way, okay, then, then explain to me the, the line about the nine-year-old sitting in the stands watching NASCAR ro- roaring through the streets of Chicago and fantasizing, one day that will be me. Right, okay. He's fantasizing, saying, one day I'll be able to do this and get paid for it and wear a, 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 a suit with 50,000 advertisers. <laughs> if I don't get arrested 20 times for practicing. You know, right. I just want to point out in the early days of NASCAR, like early, early, early before I was born, before Monroe was born, these were guys that like came out of uh, bootlegging. They were bootleg drivers. Yeah, that's where it came out of. So now it's a sophisticated worldwide sport with huge TV ratings, people making a lot of money. By the way, there's a whole other thing that I. But I the thing, okay, but okay, but talking about this, mm-hmm. so far, yeah. I have not seen any explana- explanation on how they're going to charge for this. How are they going to know who 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 is paying to watch the cars run around the loop, and um, who is like in their apartment building or at a shopping at a store or at on a picnic or something, and is seeing this? Well, the uh, first of all, I don't know the answer to that, and really, it's not my problem. It, it falls under the category of not my problem since I really don't care how NASCAR. Uh, forces the suckers who show up for this thing to pay for it. Uh, but having said that, the course, which is an enormous course, as I'm looking at it right here. Mile uh, and a half. Yeah, so it goes from, uh, it looks, it goes from, uh, look at a, uh, Balbo, <clears throat> no, beyond Balbo, <clears throat> excuse me, Monroe on the north to Roosevelt on the south, uh, and Lakeshore Drive is on the east, and um, 
oh my goodness, uh, the Congress Plaza is on the uh, on the west. So it's a pretty big chunk of land, which presumably they will fence off the whole thing. Uh, and they'll have it probably fenced off Monroe for at least a week in advance, you know, just to get their logistics. Uh, and, and so to access th- this land, you'll probably have to pay a fee to get in. That, that would be my guess, you know, and, uh, so, <laughs> Hey, Chicago, good news. We're just going to keep you from using your, this favorite part of the loop. Uh, like I said, it's. I don't. Medium. I don't think they're going to fence off fence it off. I don't think they can do that completely because um, there's the, um, the 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 Loop Merchandise Association. I forget what they're they're called, but the people that represent the stores. And if you can't get in that area to spend money, those those people are going to be hurting big time. Oh, and well, and, and the probably if and the going hotels to- and the restaurants. So no, they they're not going to be able to. Do, I I really do want to hear the details. The details. I mean, stop stop and, and think about that. And by the way, one more uh, kick in a can, uh, Chicagoans. Uh, and again, I don't think you're dumb. Okay, I'm just going to say that. But your leaders sure think you're dumb. So we uh, sold the rights to parking meters uh, about. Uh, 13, 14 years ago, uh, the mayor that you elected, I forget how many times Chicagoans uh, at that moment, I think it was five, but don't quote me on that, Richard M. Daly. You loved them, Chicago. And once again, struggling to understand Chicagoans. That mayor said it was a good idea to sell them off. And so what that means is they, this, the companies that own the meters have exclusive rights to the revenue from them meters. And if you can't, if you don't let the public have access to those meters, cause you got this cockamamie NASCAR race, then guess what? City of Chicago, you taxpayers got to pay the parking meters company. So yeah, which, these are just is, isn't it a bank that um, the 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 former mayor works for now? Uh, no, it's it's a consortium of investors, and I haven't kept up on who uh, they all are. All those investors are and the former mayor of Chicago. Last I heard, went to work for a law firm. I don't know if he's still working uh, for that law firm, but uh, Monroe. It, this is, and then of course the other thing is. If Mayor Lori Lightfoot does not win re-election uh, in uh, 2019, my guess is there will be no NASCAR. You know, right? Uh, uh, anyway, and finally, one point, last point, which I already before we move on to Trump. Well, now there will be there will be a mass one time at NASCAR. There may not be another, but but there will be one this year. No, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry. What I should have said was there will not be a NASCAR in Chicago in 2023. Yeah. My guess is if, if like. Uh, you, don't, if, you don't think Mayor Wilson is, is going to uh, allow it? No, I don't think Mayor <laughs> Wilson or Mayor Stacey Davis Gates or uh, now Mayor Vallis might do it. I don't know. Yeah, that's funny. Which one of the mayor mayoral candidates would allow this idiocy to go for, forward? Uh Willie Wilson, as I re- lives, uh, I want to say in a high rise that would overlook the the race. I yes, remember he gets a free view. Yeah, he gets a free view. <laughs> what does he so, care? Yeah. And, and, and 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 he may give some of the um, NASCARs free gas. Who knows? <laughs> 
That's funny, bro. Mayor Wilson giving free credit. Uh, I, it kind of reminds me when uh, Barack Obama, probably uh, one of the dumbest uh, ideas, he, he, he went along with Mayor Daley's Olympic scheme, uh, and he said, Chicagoans, it's good news. Sorry, I had to do my Obama imitation. Uh, good news because he would rent out his house. Like He goes, there'll be money. Well, all the tourists that come into the Olympics, I'm going to rent out my house and make money off of it. That was his economic development thing. I'm like, wow, Obama, you really don't like us. <laughs> that's, you're going to no, no, Obama was always ahead of his time. That was pre-Airbnb. Uh, yeah, okay. Actually, I don't think it was. It might have been right at the outset of Airbnb. You're right. Uh, but the notion that there's here's a good economic development idea for two weeks. We get to rent out our house. Uh, Lord knows how much our property taxes will go up, but maybe it'll help offset that rise. Ah, Chicagoans and their leaders. But Monroe, one last thing. Explain to me why. I asked you this before. The Chicago Sun-Times, my beloved bright one, which I support every day with my subscription. They had the story of NASCAR. Here's the headline. Lightfoot revved up to bring NASCAR to Chicago's streets. (laughs) They had that headline on the front page. But the article itself is in the sports section. So what the heck? <laughs> and it was a news article. It wasn't an article about NASCAR. It wasn't an article that talked about who the leading drivers were, you know, something that might interest a sports fan. It was be, no, it was a straight up news article about, you know, it talked about Jane Byrne wanting to bring Formula One racing here in 81 and the aldermen who are against the proposal because they weren't notified and uh, the lack of transparency. And so I'm like, what? why would the Sun-Times put a news story uh, that affects all of the city on the sports pages. Monroe Anderson, help me understand this. Go. Easy peasy. It is a sport, NASCAR. Okay, first of all. Secondly, they didn't have any more information than you do about how it's going to be done. <laughs> they don't know how much the city's supposed to be making that they could report. They don't know how much... Um, NASCAR is going to be making. They don't know whether it's going to be fenced off. They don't know how much the tickets are going to cost or if there are going to be any price for tickets. So that's the sort of thing a news story, front page news story would have in it. And they have none of that. So they go, well, where do we put this story? People are going to want to know about it. Well, let's put it in the sports section. It's a sport. Oh, God, it's true. They should put it in the comics section because it's the jokes on you, Chicago. Are you still running comics? Yeah, the bright one has comics. Oh, oh, oh my uh, God, I can tell you don't read the Sun Times. Right, exactly. Uh, so. I, it got too comical for me a while back. So. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for the comic. Here it is. Uh, with the crossword, page 24 for all those who still get a newspaper. I think there's like 12 of us. Uh, all right, enough on Chicago. And uh, I could talk about Chicago all day long, but uh, there's a uh, there's a fascist takeover going on in our country. It's kind of hard for me to uh, divert uh, my attention from the world's ills by focusing on Chicago, which I've done, Monroe, for approximately 40 years of my life. Uh <laughs> and uh, when the, the the situation outside of Chicago is so dire. So uh, I will now switch gears. Yeah, yeah, well, think of Chicago as a microcosm of what the world's going to be like. Yeah. 
By the way, one last thing I have to share with you. And I just have to share this. The absurdity of NASCAR coming to Chicago. I guarantee you, Chicagoans, the smoothest streets of the city will be that NASCAR uh, race course. That NASCAR race course will bear no relationship whatsoever to the streets of Chicago, which are filled with potholes. I've blown out two tires in the last year, Monroe, on the streets of Chicago. Well, and I, remember when this World Soccer soccer uh, yes. tournament came to Chicago? We yeah. had some of the smoothest lawns in the world. Yeah. The city did. So, yeah. they could, so that the sport could be played properly. Yeah, the smoothest lawns in uh, Soldier Field, yeah. Uh, no, I... Um, that's one more irony, uh, the dire condition of our streets uh, that exist three out of four years. Uh, and I presume they're a little slow, Monroe. Uh, usually the uh, the fixing of Chicago streets happens in the lead up to the election. I mean, maybe. Well, I, maybe. I, I have a cross rock freshly painted on my corner and they can park. You know, they put the white stripes, the stripes and, and, um, how, where you can stop and what have you. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, could. They, they did that. Still potholes, but at least now you know where to <laughs> stop at the intersection. Well, uh, Monroe and I will be driving uh, to Bronzeville tomorrow to go to a, uh, a reunion party for the Chicago Reporter. And uh, we'll, we'll be, it'll be like duck ducking and driving around potholes. You wait, Monroe. He's <laughs> just waiting. Whoa. whoa, whoa. What what time is this tomorrow? Right, we'll talk about that off air. No, because no, because I was thinking maybe what we could do is is do a, a test run on the NASCAR route. <laughs> okay, yeah, that would be funny. We'll know yeah. what to expect. Well, that's that's what's funny. To, uh, Bubba Wallace, the NASCAR racer who came to Chicago to promote the event yesterday, did a test car run uh, through the streets that where uh, the course would go, and he was just saying, "Well, I hope it's a little faster than it was today." Uh, all right, uh, Monroe, plenty to discuss in Trump land, um, and a lot of it uh, has to do, of course, uh, with finally. In my humble. Opinion. Okay, wait a minute. Before you go into this, one last thought. Yeah. We could have a NASCAR race like OJ's getaway race. <laughs> that would be real interesting. <laughs> See who could stay at six miles an hour. If you go over, you get eliminated. Yeah, that is true. There you go, Mayor Lori Lightfoot. We could prepare for that. Okay, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, uh, no, it's 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 just utterly absurd the stuff that uh, our mayor comes up with, and uh, it's sort of like Ron with NATO. Just first initiative he made was NATO, and it's just it just it just says. Uh, I'll say it again, Monroe. It, it 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 assumes a certain amount of dumbness on the part of the Chicago voter, and that's that's they think Chicago voters are are really dumb, and I get in trouble when I say that. Okay, but. Every day we see evidence, and I don't think you can refute that. Since Harold Washington, all right, I'll give you, since your beloved Eugene Sawyer, yes. <laughs> every mayor this city has had has just worked from the assumption that Chicagoans are fools who could be easily fooled. 
And all it takes is a BS uh, promotional campaign, advertising campaign, uh, and you can do whatever you want with them. And frankly, I've not seen anything that counters that. And I've, I can't think of anything the Chicago voters have done since the rebellion of 1983 that led to Harold Washington in which they've just demonstrated like a, a lack of tolerance for the shenanigans of their mayors. Point out evidence to the contrary, Monroe. Point out evidence where Chicago has ever rebelled against a powerful mayor or sitting mayor, I should say, uh, held, holding that mayor accountable. You can't do it. You know why? Because it's never been done. Uh, yeah, you can't do it. I guess the closest would be when uh, Rom decided not to run for re-election. Uh, all right, let's go uh, to Trump land. Um, wow, Monroe, what's going on uh, in Georgia? Uh, they're slowly, slowly getting around. Uh, the the to, electors have been deemed targets of the um, district attorney's criminal probe. Yeah, 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 yeah. In, in Georgia, and that. They're 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 work, working their way up from from the middle to the top. <laughs> okay, so let's let's start with this. So I'll, I'll do I'll give the background, and then Monroe, you take it from there. Uh, so after the twenty twenty elections, uh, Georgia, the, when the vote was tally, uh, Joe Biden won Georgia, and with it, he won his the sixteen electoral votes. Uh, Donald Trump got on the phone and called the Secretary of State and said, "Just get rid of the votes uh, that you got to get rid of from Biden's column, so that I win Georgia. Uh, I'll take it from there." Yeah, he uh, needed eleven thousand eight hundred and seventy votes because he lost by eleven thousand eight hundred and sixty nine votes. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, the Georgia Secretary of State declined to do that, to his credit, Raffensperger, declined to do that. Uh, and But in preparation for him doing that, uh, Trump and his allies lined up 16 people to be electors, meaning they would go to the electoral, they would cast their vote for Trump at the Electoral College. Uh, 16 people as alternatives, to you will, if you will, to the 16 who are going to cast their vote for Joe Biden because he won the state. So there were the legal electors and there were the illegal electors. So Monroe, there's the some of these electors are prominent politicians in Georgia's Republican Party. In your humble opinion, is it prosecutorial overreach to indict electors or should they be indicted? Go. Oh, they definitely should be indicted. They, they attempted to steal an election. Uh, so, no, they definitely should be indicted. You get, you get people um, in other communities arrested for much less um, damaging um, situations than that. So no, they 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 will they they are now targets, and so they will be indicted, and they will go to jail. And and what if they say, well, we were just doing what our president wanted. We were just following orders, Monroe. Okay, what if that's their argument that they're just they felt as though. The, that there was some legitimacy to Donald Trump's claims. So how should they be punished for just 
standing yeah. by as uh, that hasn't been working on the January um, 6th yeah. election um, riot. Uh, so it's not going to work on this either. They broke the law. Um, Lindsey Graham is sweating this one out. He's, he's, cre- he's creating ways that he should not be indicted. But he too will bite the bullet. So will Giuliani. I mean, uh, all these characters, I mean, because they were just out and out trying to steal the election. And now it's become obvious to anybody who has a triple-digit IQ that that's exactly what they're, they're, they're trying to do. And um, as a song from Beretta went, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. <laughs> Was that where that's from? Yeah, it was. It's from Eye of the Eagle. Yeah, it's from Beretta. I mean, they, it was his theme song. I don't know whether that's the first place it came from, but it was definitely his theme song. And just a little bit of Keep baby. Your eye on the sparrow. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the song. A little baby boomer trivia: the star of Beretta didn't he go to prison for murder? I think uh, so. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Hollywood sometimes goes real. <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't a little too real in that case. Uh, yeah. All right. So Monroe, so it seems to me uh, that in general, I think this would be the understatement of the century. Uh, you have a throw the book at him attitude when it comes to the miscreants uh, and lawbreakers uh, that uh, follow Trump over the cliff with his uh, coup attempt. Yes. And why do you think that's healthy? Uh, and, and the right course to, for our democracy to follow to uh, be tough on these uh, miscreants? Because um, they are the law and order crowd. And so if they're for law and order, they have to be for law and order. And not only that, but they truly are trying to turn America into a fascist state. Basically, their attitude is... Um, if it's us and our friends, it's us and our friends. And if it's you, um, it's the law. Yeah, that's well put. I'm with you on this one, uh, by the way. I, I don't have much sympathy for I, I don't know. If, I don't know. Do you have sympathy for those who come before the judge? There's been a few of them and they go, oh, my God, I wish I hadn't done it. I, I actually believe what Trump was saying. And now I'm paying a price. Uh, please give me less jail time or no jail time. Do you have sympathy? Uh, no, uh, no, because the, the the reason they believed him, and this, this is a, a personal point of view here, but it's because they were racist, <laughs> and so they 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 he 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 was doing their racist wishes, and then come to find out that um, he he was he 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 was grifting them. <laughs> as uh, well as anybody and they've come to realize that. And so now they want mercy. Yeah. Oh, wait, uh, Monroe, is there... Yeah. Let me, let me do this. This is all a grift. You know, Trump may or may not run for president, um, but he's, he's gotten hundreds of millions of dollars to um, fight the steel and to, fund his uh, next presidential race from these these suckers that um, believe in him 
Um, and he is also running. This part of the part of the group is he he's hoping that if he's running for president, they can't press charges. Yeah. Indict. Oh, one except, thing about. Except um, the Justice Department said, uh-uh, <laughs> that's not going to go this time. Well, this, I mean, this is where it gets uh, really tricky. Uh, and so let's just start with your assertion that he may or may not be running. I believe he will run. Uh, I believe that it's only a matter of time before he announces his only issue is when will he announce? Right. Uh, and uh, there's, I, I don't, I don't think I talked about this with you. I think I talked about this with David Ferris uh, behind the scenes, Republican strategists are imploring him not to uh, run or they're probably not imploring him. They're imploring people around him. Nobody likes to, nobody wants to tell Donald Trump what he doesn't want to hear. Uh, much, much the same way that nobody in Chicago will ever tell a mayor what he or she doesn't want to hear. Anyway, uh, and so they're, uh, they're very cautious and nervous uh, about Trump jumping into the race before the November uh, midterms because they think that would work to the Democrats' benefit. Right, uh, and it will. Which it just, will. Yeah. You, you, you believe that it will? Yeah, yeah. Explain why you think that's the case. Because if you're not MAGA, everybody hates Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and so people who might not go out to vote, if Trump's not, um, if, if Trump's not a player, they're going to go out to vote just to, just to stick it to Trump. Well, I do, I, I do know this uh, from having, from spending a lot of time with uh, liberals. Yes. Liberals in my life. Uh, and Dell always tweaked me about I'm being too unfair to a mayor of Chicago and uh, too lefty, you know, and then you got to learn to compromise. And why can't the head of the Chicago teachers union be nicer? Okay. So I've dealt with a lot of liberals, Chicago liberal types in my life, Monroe. Um, but they all hate Trump. Yes. They all hate Trump. Right. Uh, There's just something about Trump they hate. And even liberals who get a little wishy-washy and squishy from time to time. Can we just avoid this? And uh, (laughs) so I think you're right, which just, Monroe, it just underscores the madness of our times. Think about this. MAGA is sticking with them nonetheless. Yeah. Bending, because MAGA hates liberals as much as liberals hate Trump. So, you know, when I when I was in tenth grade, I, I I had a history class, and I remember that I don't remember the exact period. It was shortly after we became a nation. There was this era of good feelings. They called it. Well, this is just the opposite <laughs> right now. <laughs> So, uh, uh, so you think throwing the book at everybody and anybody uh, involved with uh, Trump's coup, attempted right. coup, right? Uh, failed, failed coup. That's would it. force the country to acknowledge that the reality that this was a failed coup. 
Because yeah. right now my mom kind of pretend like it wasn't. Do you understand right. what I'm no, saying? No, no, that's very important because part of why we're where we are now and have been for uh, 150 years or more is because the there was no reconciliation on the Civil War. Uh, the South didn't really, they didn't spend a great deal of time being punished for trying to split the country. They, it, it was a br- very brief period of reconstruction. And then the North betrayed the, uh, the, the, the free blacks and threw them to the uh, racist um, ex-Confederates. And so they started building monuments, and they, they, they started um, coming up with the Jim Crow laws. And they started teaching their children in public schools about the war of northern aggression. And um, then they got Trump, and they got the big lie that Trump won the, 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 the uh, election and not Biden. I mean, it's just if you you I mean, there there's some dots that you can connect on all that stuff. Absolutely. And uh, uh, I um, I would add one thing to it uh, that they also inculcate in the minds of so many people this notion that black people were inferior. Yes, that's part of I mean, that may or that may have already existed, before, obviously, before the Civil War. But after the no, Civil it was War, cultivated. it was cultivated. So yeah. um, because they had to, we, we had to be inferior. Oh, yeah. Not available. Right. There you go. Yeah, it'll be done in a, in a second. Yeah. But anyway. For them to treat us, make us chattel, we had to be inferior. We could not be fellow human beings. And them be the good guys that they like to tell themselves. The fairy tales, they they like to tell themselves when they go to bed every night about Prince Charming and the beautiful princes and all this stuff and doing the horrible things they did to us. So we had to be less than human to justify what they were doing. Yeah, and uh, so here we are. It's gone from generation to generation to generation. It's been codified. It's um, been baked into uh, the um, in all the the institutions, and we're trying to dismantle this. And their fighting is still tooth and nail. Just like Trump is still trying to get um, Republicans to um, rectify, air quotes, rectify the, the, the still in the 2020 election. And he's still talking about that. This is why they have to put him away. You know, they got to lock him up. Wait, wait go a little. He, 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 he called the Wisconsin State Assembly leader a, a week or so ago. Trying to, to to convince him to come up with some cockamamie reason that Trump won run the race, and, and this is after all we've heard in the January sixth, yeah, um, meetings, and what we're going to hear tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be real interesting because they're going to give us a TikTok. 
on what he did in 187 minutes before he finally got around to calling the dogs off. Which, by the way, we, I, I watched that like you did in real time. That was hardly calling the dogs off. I remember right. that. All right. right. I, you know, I after the Capitol had been overtaken and, you know, the senators and congressmen uh, sent into uh, the basement uh, and law enforcement was finally clearing it out. He came out. I remember his little address. Right. They're good Americans. They're good. Oh, give me a Go break. home. We love you. Yeah, go home. We <laughs> love you. Love and kisses. Uh, I, I, um, I would really like to understand, uh, like, when he did that, and this is a minor point, uh, well, did somebody get to him and go, look, boss, you're going to jail because of this. You got to put something on the record. No, it wasn't. It, you know what it was? Um, from my understanding, is they were talking about um, the Twenty Fifth Amendment. There was serious discussion about that, and so somebody told him, "You better straighten up and fly right." <laughs> They're talking about putting your crazy ass out right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which would have been interesting, by the way, had they done that. Right. Would MAGA still be loyal to Trump? And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to just localize this. I always feel compelled to do this because people in Illinois live in a bubble and they, they think these things just only exist in Georgia. Right now, the gubernatorial candidate represented the Republican Party, uh, Darren Bailey, uh, and the gubernatorial candidate representing uh, uh, the Attorney General, Thomas DeBoer, who's running for as a Republican. These are Trumpsters. Trump came to Illinois, gave a rally for Darren Bailey and Mary Miller mm -hmm. Monroe. And that was the boost that uh, Bailey needed to just really try. Probably would have won. But, but, you know, JB helped on that. The governor. Oh, yeah. No, I know who JB is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he gave he gave him my This has been a strategy. Yeah. That the Democrats have been been doing for this election overall. And what? we'll see if it works. I, well, I, 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 I personally think that it's, um, it's bold and um, it's thinking out of the box, but we'll see. I mean, it, it could, it, 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 it could um, be a, tra a tragedy for the party, but I think it's going to work. I think it's a good idea. It's going to work. Oh, I, I, if I would say, I would rephrase what you just said. It could be a tragedy, not for the party, but for the country. Okay. Uh, but so I, by the way, will uh, be having a conversation about this uh, with an old friend of ours. Kevin Blackstone will be on the show uh, who lives in Maryland. We were talking about the uh, Maryland uh, gubernatorial primary right. that went down yesterday right. where Larry Hogan, who was a more or less what a moderate Republican, but a little wishy-washy on Trump. Uh, stepped down because of term limits, and he endorsed a more or less moderate candidate in his uh, likeness to replace him. And instead, <laughs> right on time, right on cue, the Republican voters of Maryland went for this gentleman Cox. And the, but, yeah, but the Democrats helped. Yes, they he did. did. That's the same thing. Yeah. Yes. And you know, and and their theory is that these people are so outside of uh, the norms 
that they, they they won't get the vote. They just won't get the vote. Nobody. They're so crazy. You know, for example, example, Cox was at the the uh, rally, the insurrection. He was there and participated. Yeah. So, well, no, I and the polls say that most Americans don't like this. And so they're playing the polls. Well, I, I, I can tell you this. Uh, yeah. Two things. I, yeah. And I've talked about this in the show. I wrote about it for the reader. This is a strategy, believe it or not, Monroe, uh, that was, uh, I don't know if it was devised by Richard Nixon, but he used it to its full <laughs> extent in 1972, where he yeah. and his uh, uh, sidekicks, uh, his operatives, involved themselves in the Democratic primary to guarantee or to help with the nomination of George McGovern on the grounds that George McGovern was too left for the country and would right. be the easiest candidate as a result for Richard Nixon to defeat. And from Richard Nixon's perspective, it worked. He right. won the 1972 presidential election with the most resounding uh electoral triumph i think in history or one of the most uh in yeah. history and at roosevelt's may have been a little bigger but anyway it was a, a only a massachusetts and the district columbia god bless them right. both went right. for mcgovern and uh and so and he what he did was effectively just uh set the democratic party back by just playing all the rifts in the democratic party uh, so it just was un, was not unified coming into the 72 election. So this was a strategy that Richard Nixon used. And you're right. The Democrats, they're, they're going to the Nixon playbook. Right. You know, they're slow, but <laughs> slow, but sure. They finally figured out, hey, this is a way we can win. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Next thing you know, they'll have a Southern strategy of their own. <laughs> That's hilarious. Democrats, you know, Chicago, it's a theme. Monroe's <laughs> attitude toward Democrats, uh, Democratic operatives is a little like the mayor's attitude toward you. They're slow. <laughs> They're slow. Yes. So we'll see. I'm I'm, a, I, I'm all over the map on this strategy. It scares me. Uh, no, it's risky. It's risky. It's much better than what they've been doing. Is hand hand wringing and uh, hoping and praying, you know, that it it'll work out because they're the nice guys and the Republicans are so evil. And uh, but not even pointing out the the evil things the Republicans do in, yeah. in, in, in their campaigning or anything. No, so they're, I, they're, they're being bold for a change. So we'll see. Yeah, for Democrats. Right. This is Democrats. a new thing for Democrats. And it's so obvious, Monroe. The Republicans are so batshit crazy. I just wrote a column about uh, the uh, situation where the 10 year old girl who was raped in Ohio had to go to Indiana for right. an abortion. And really, I was concentrating on the bar- how, what a barbaric law it is that forced her to go from Ohio to Indiana, but how Republicans reacted. They defended the law and attacked the doctor in Indiana who like, well, first they denied it. I mean, their first reaction was, Oh, they're making this up. This couldn't be possible. 
And then when the 27-year-old who raped her yeah. got arrested, and, and then it's like, uh-oh, well, and, and, and so now they're, they're, they're trying to twist and turn it into all other sorts. Absolutely. Um, they're trying to make it a, a, uh, an immigration yes. issue. Yes. You know, well, he's an illegal alien. And so that was Biden's um, horrible border laws is, is what allowed this guy in so he could rape a 10 year old yeah. girl you know yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's insane it's, it's, and, insane. And, and, and it's all dedicated to turning attention uh, diverting attention from a law that is cruel and barbaric exactly you know what I'm exactly. saying and the Democrats are betting that if you expose Americans to the reality of the laws that MAGA is proposing in the cases of abortion, yeah. that most Americans will abhor it. Right. It will be just too, no matter how high inflation is. It, right. It's it, too much. Right. Uh, and uh, that's the, that's what sort of the gamble that well, that's um, all they got to do because they, nobody can control inflation. They, the Republicans can exploit it, but they but nobody can con- control it. It's right now we have in- inflation worldwide. In fact, our inflation isn't isn't as bad as European inflation. So um, it's nothing. It's this is just as a result of the pandemic and the the supply line problem, and um, Putin's puppet. Uh, uh, Trump's puppet master uh, <laughs> bombing the Ukraine and starting a war there, and just so I mean it's it's a lot of things going on. The Republicans are trying to exploit the inflation, so the Democrats have to um, just continuously uh, point out how how evil these Republicans are and what they're doing. And the laws and things they're doing, and it's gonna be worse. They're going after gay marriages next. Oh yeah, they've already started. They're ready, and it's really twisted and weird, uh, Monroe, on that gay marriage front. Uh, yeah. I just read an article uh, which I, I'm going to send you because I urge you to read a profile of uh, uh, what's his name, Blake Masters, who's running as a, a MAGA man in Arizona for Senate. Uh, And uh, he is supported by a tech uh, billionaire, uh, Peter Beal, who um, one of the wealthiest men in America, a billionaire, uh, and who's gay. And so uh, Masters is saying that when he went to Peter Thiel's wedding, uh, he, he cried. He was so moved by it. So in other words, he personally doesn't have it. This is what he, this is, I personally have nothing against gays getting married. Uh, my benefactor is gay. I, you know, I've, but gay pride is too much. We're trying to inculcate uh, kids into being, being gay. And I'm like, where is your benefactor to tell you how, what a lunatic you are? Like, you know what I'm saying? The, just the inconsistencies right there between saying, oh, I love the wedding of this gay man who is financing my campaign. Uh, but I feel as though we are promoting homosexuality and that's what's turning kids to becoming homosexuals. I'm like, did you try running that by the guy who's funding your campaign? You know, well, I mean? you know, it's, you know, it's like 
Trump isn't a racist because he supports Herschel Walker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's that's sort of the um, the game that Republicans are playing. And yeah. I uh, listen. It's hard for me to maintain my faith in the electric Monroe. We began the show with speech <laughs> railing on Chicagoans. But the hope is, is that if you present the evidence of MAGA's insanity to the American people, they will. No, they, yeah, no, this is what, is 140 days to the election or something like that. But anyway, within these next days until the midterms, Democrats need to, every time they open their mouths, talk about some atrocity that the Republicans are doing or trying to doing or have done and to leave Joe Biden alone. You know, we can criticize him after we have a, a Democratic House and Senate and, and can do, do some of the things we want done. But up until then, we don't need to be attacking this man. Well, I, okay, that's where you and I uh, part ways. I believe that, I don't know if attacking is the right word, but Joe Biden has to be pushed. And I'll tell you this, I took a, like I said, I took a deep dive in that story about the 10-year-old coming out of Ohio. And the story broke on July 1st in the Indy Star. And it took a week for Joe Biden to denounce the law in Ohio. And that just if nothing else just shows you that his heart is not where his base is. In other words, he did not instinctively know that even if he disagreed with the the people who were really upset about it, that that's where his voters were. I can guarantee you Monroe, if there was anything similar to that with Donald Trump, he would not have gone a week. He wouldn't have gone an hour. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't have gone an hour. So Joe Biden's got to wait. Joe Biden is our, how do I put this? He, he, he's the guy we elected to stand up to this, and he's got to stand up to it. And how many years did he waste playing footsie with Joe Manchin and Mitch McConnell? I, 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 these, were, these were his buddies, remember, and, you know, it's, it, um, in the Senate. And he, he is he – is, by nature, a senator, yeah. not 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 a president. But you go as 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 um, one of uh, Bush's people said, you go to war with the army you got. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I just we, we we have the army, but so we have to go to war with the leader we got. And wow. and uh, I agree with the the notion of pushing him. You're you're right, but. We have to do it as artfully as possible so that uh, we don't turn people off to him. Well, I, 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 the notion, listen, if your party is telling you that uh, abortion is the issue that uh, people want, feel so passionately about, it should not take a week for you to like catch up with your base on this issue. And I could, I could use that. There's well, many other, some other things on his plate. Uh, 
Those are his way to Saudi Arabia. Oh, Arabia. Well, okay, well, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> go fist bump the murderer. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, to bring Lee Allen Jones on for that one. Uh, and because, uh, yeah, that, that's all about inflation, ladies. That's all about politics. That's all, all about gas it's prices. It's, it's about gas, period. Yeah, yeah it's a great white flag. I mean, on, the, uh, the Middle East back in the 1920s, 100 years ago. Europe and the U.S. cut up the Middle East uh, because of gas, oil, and and they they didn't they paid no attention to boundaries or historical things. They just cut them up or um, made the deals for themselves. Yeah. No, that was so uh, nothing changed. That's, this this is why we need to go green as absolutely. as quickly as we can. Yeah, and we're moving in just the opposite. All right, I don't want to end on an utter total gloom and doom, by the way. Uh, speaking of which, uh, it all okay, ties together. Let's have a draw. Why do we have, okay, how about this? Electric car, NASCAR. Okay, so <laughs> that's the other thing. We're, we all tie together. You go, we got to go green as quickly well, as we you can. Know, we, we, we did it right before, and now we're screwing it up. Yeah. They, they had a, 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 a virtual NASCAR race in downtown Chicago that they did where it was um, with Oculus or something. I don't know how they did it, but they were racing in in the city, uh, but there were no cars there. Didn't Traffic wasn't tied up. People couldn't get in and out the loop if they wanted to, but they had the race. And so that, that should have been good enough for us to stick with that. All right, so let me uh, uh, ask you this uh, final question of the day. Total curveball, I'll throw at you. Uh, okay. I'll put two words. Yes. President Pritzker. What do you think of that? President Pritzker. So many people have told me that. President Pritzker, I've heard the, the two Ps. Uh, J.B. Pritzker, governor of Illinois, uh, went down to Florida, gave a speech to the Democrats of Florida. It's the, the leader of the uh, the Democrats of Florida said it was one of the most inspirational speeches she ever heard. And then, of course, going going out of Florida, he got COVID, uh, and now he has COVID. Right. Which nothing but the best, Governor Pritzker. Uh, so uh, I don't know, Governor President Pritzker. Dennis, the, the producer of the show, has been talking about it for about a year. What, what do you think the the chances well, are JB Pritzker ever becoming president? Well, I. I, I don't know. I mean, I like, as, as I've said, I really like Pritzker, what he's done as governor. Uh, but I, I, if, if Trump runs, for sure, it should be Biden, because he's the only one who's proven that he can beat Trump. And we don't know how anybody else is going to hold up against him. Biden will. I mean, even with Biden's 33 percent approval rating he's beating trump (laughs) he's beating trump for president so that's a good sign in and of itself but if 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 biden's health declines or if he decides that uh maybe this job is a little bit too demanding for a man of a certain age so he decides he's not going to run again then maybe you know although um Theoretically, it should be uh, President Harris. 
Well, uh, don't tell that to Sergio Mims. Sergio is habitually wrong, so it's okay. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll leave that one. I'll let him go with that one. Get the, uh, last. Uh, all right, very good. probably listening. So let me say yes. it one more time. Sergio <laughs> is habitually wrong, my yeah, dear friend Sergio. Yeah. Uh, uh, the views and opinions of Monroe Anderson. All right, very good, Monroe. Uh, thank you very much uh, taking the time to talk to us as you do every Wednesday, and I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, as we go to reporter uh, land party uh, in Bronzeville, ducking and dodging potholes the whole way. Thank you, Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Uh, and uh, also want to thank you. Uh, not to drive more than six miles. Yeah, don't go over. Right, we may exactly. bring Mark Wallace with us just to help us avoid the uh, red light cameras. Uh, so uh, anyway, thanks again, Monroe. I also want to thank the man, the myth, the legend, the pride of Jordan, Alton, Illinois, without whom this show would be possible. And as Monroe Anderson and Bubba Wallace will tell you, back home in Alton, they call him Dr. D, and the D stands for the marvelous. Give yourself a raise. Take it out of petty cash. Peace and love, everybody. The enemy is you. Jarofsky, Column Chronicle. <laughs>